welcome to the Sweat and Reflect podcast, where we'll break down how life is happening for you, not to you. I'm Meredith, a 30-something former teacher, widow, and life coach who is focused on empowering women to live their best lives no matter what they've experienced in the past. We'll laugh together, cry together, and at the end of the day, grow together. Are you ready to sweat and reflect your way through this crazy thing called life? Okay then, let's go. Hey friend, welcome back. So, quick little note, um, for those of you who are my religious weekly listeners, thank you, thank you. Um, I actually decided last minute to flip today's episode um, with next week's episode. So, the episode you're going to hear next week, which starts off with me talking about being on the beach, um, it was meant to be, um, oh my gosh, released today. That was the word I was looking for. Um, But today... As I'm recording this in real time on um, Monday, March 6th, I was reminded that it is Black Balloon Day. And I just knew I couldn't overlook this day, that it was really important to come to you, to speak to you about Black Balloon Day, what it is, and how I'm actually feeling about it today. So, that's why I made the last minute switcheroo um, with what was supposed to come out today um, and pushed it to next week. So I will actually be coming home from the beach on the day that you hear me talking about being on the beach. But <laughs> I digress um, because I'm getting ready to leave tomorrow to go on vacation. I just, I knew little tweaks like that weren't necessary. So here we are. Um, it is our normal Wednesday drop. But as I said, I'm recording this on Monday, March 6th, which is Black Balloon Day. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Black Balloon Day is the day where, where we remember those <laughs> who lost their lives to addiction. And part of the reason why I knew I had to sit down and record this episode is because a year ago today on March 6th, was the day I recorded my Full Truth um, podcast where I formally announced, discussed being the widow of an alcoholic. And, you know, I'm still very much in a place where there are days where I don't want that to define me whatsoever. But then there are moments like right now where I know that it is part of my duty to acknowledge days like this, to acknowledge those of us who have walked alongside someone with an addiction. It is for those of us who maybe have never been in that position, but it's important to be educated about it. Um, And then, of course, just to remember those who, who succumb to their addiction, like, my Tim did. So today is full of emotions. Um, I, my body and my mind always, and like my spirit always know that an important date is coming up. I think before I consciously recognize it. So like the past few days, yes, I've been exhausted from work, but, um, I think inherently I knew on, on a deeper level what today was. And, 
you know, even today I've just felt a little more tired. I felt a little off and I'm so, I've been so focused on getting ready for our trip. I, I forgot how important of a day this is. And so I wanted just to take a few moments to again, acknowledge those that we've lost to addiction. Addiction is something that I am still struggling to understand. I'm still struggling to comprehend how, how we got the best of Tim, right? Because again, Tim was brilliant. He was so smart. He was charismatic. He was hilarious. He tried to be a friend to all and really, really was a friend to all, unless you had really different political views. Um, but that's for another, another time. Um, then he just wanted to bait, to have a debate with you about your views. Um, but he was just inherently a kind soul. And so to think about the fact that he couldn't control this addiction, right? That he couldn't make the choice to stop drinking. It baffled my mind as we were going through it in real time. I, you know, I remember sitting in a session with his outpatient therapist and being like, he, why can't he just give this up? Like, give it up for me or give it up for himself. Just give it up. And she was like, it doesn't work like that. And as much as I understand, you know, that addiction is not black and white when you're in it, when you've been so deeply affected by it, you can't help but look at the quote unquote facts of addiction and be like, why, why is this not controllable? Why is this not controllable for certain people, for, for certain people like Tim? And so I just wanted to talk to you and just to let you know that, you know, whatever is going on in your life, if you are the individual who is struggling to accept yourself, to, to make choices that you know would be inherently better for you, but you are struggling to make them you're not alone. If you are someone who is loving an addict or is loving someone with a mental health issue, you're not alone, right? These are such serious things, right? These are such serious diagnoses. And, you know, part of it is that our culture, our society doesn't always focus on what we need to take care of ourselves. We don't want to recognize mental health. And part of it is just the fact that it's often easier just to stick our head in the sand, pretend like it's not happening. Right. And I've been in the latter group. I've been in group, you know, in the group where I thought, no, this is just this is just a phase or people are age drink this much, or, you know, he has a stressful job. All of these excuses, if that's what you want to call them, I leaned into until it was too far gone. And so sometimes it's easier to just bury bury these things that I went through and that he went through 
want, even though it was beyond my control, there are moments where I feel like it, it was well within my control. And then there are moments where I just miss him so much. That I can't. It's hard to let myself remember what that life was and what that life was supposed to be like. Even though I'm incredibly happy right now. I don't know why I feel the need to to categorize that, right? Or to clarify that. You can hold... I say all the time you can hold differing feelings, differing beliefs, opinions, whatever. At the same time, and it's okay. And there are moments like today where I am confronted with what I lost and how it was taken from me. But then I am immediately like, but I'm so happy. And so I think that comes back to the point of, you know, it's Black Balloon Day for those that we lost, but also for like the lives that that we lost with them, right? And the versions of ourselves that we lost as a result of loving someone with an addiction. And there's no black or white. There's no concrete answer. There's no way to separate those feelings or those realities because it was just that it was reality. I wish we were talking about this more. I wish, and I know this is clearly something that then I need to be doing, but I wish that we were more informed about what we could do to support those that we love. And sometimes there really isn't anything that we can do, right? The addiction has taken such a deep rooted stake in our loved one or in ourself that there's no pulling up that root. And yet you desperately wish that there was, you know, I've said it on, on past episodes There was more to the story than I will ever know with Tim. He was hurting in a way that I did not know. And as his wife, I should have known. I don't think I could have changed the outcome. Part of me truly believes that this is the path that we were supposed to be on, that we were supposed to be together for the amount of time that we were together and I was supposed to be with him through the end of his life. And yet, I don't understand how that's the reality. So I think again that that's why Black Balloon Day was just not on my radar. And maybe it should have been. But so many feelings and so much grief just comes up. It's often very hard to deal with. And so if you were in a similar position, if you were grieving a life that 
you thought you were going to have if you were grieving a loved one, if you were grieving all of the complex layers that are associated with it, right? Regardless of whether or not it stems from addiction, you are not alone. It is okay to have that multi-layered grief. Is it, it is okay to feel like you need to push it down and away in order to survive. But here's what I need you to do and what I need you to remember. You have to allow yourself to feel that grief. You have to allow yourself to process, maybe not every day, maybe not every week, but you cannot allow it to just be buried and pushed aside because it will come back stronger than ever. And you don't want to just be surviving. I know you don't. You want to be thriving. You want to be happy. You want the life that you always dreamed of. Even if a puzzle piece is missing. Or if you had to reconfigure that puzzle. You still deserve all of those things. As I sit here, getting ready to wrap up this episode, I I truly hope that this made sense. Um, it is very much just something that is just pouring through me that I knew I needed to sit down and speak to you about. There's no list. There are no bulleted points. There's no real question for you to contemplate other than how are you honoring your loved one? And how are you honoring yourself? I want nothing but the best for you. I want nothing but for you to reach your dreams. And to, again, just honor where you've been and where you are. Take the pain, take the loss, take the grief, take the loneliness, take the anger, take the frustration. And use it to fuel where you're going. I missed him so much. And even though I don't talk about him daily, I'm not posting about him daily, he is a constant part of my life. He is a constant part of my day-to-day. And on days like this, Black Balloon Day, on weeks like this, Especially this year, I am choosing to remember him for all that he was. That funny, charismatic, brilliant, loving, kind soul. Because that addiction did not define him. It did not define his life. And it is not, at least on my watch, going to define his death. He was so much more than that. And that's how I choose to remember him. And for those of you that are struggling, I hope, if it's not today, that at some point you can honor and love your loved one based on who they were. Not for what they died for or how they died. 
Who were they inherently? I am so beyond grateful that you are here, especially on days like this. I am grateful that you are here to listen. I am grateful that you are here in this community. No matter what you are going through, I am here for you. I support you and I love you. Thank you. Hi friend, thank you so much for being here. I know that addiction and grief are very difficult topics to address, to process, to hear. So please do not hesitate to reach out to a health professional, specifically a therapist or your primary care physician to seek support and encouragement in this time. You are not alone and there is no shame. There is no shame in asking for help. If you need recommendations as to where to go, please check the show notes. Please know that asking for help is the first step in taking ownership, control, and to living the life you deserve. I'm here for you.